This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. This show is all about how to facilitate a mission, vision and values workshop. So if you are thinking about either creating a mission, vision and values for your business or your team, your organisation, or maybe you've got one and you really think it's due for a refresh, a review, an update, then this is the show for you. I'm going to do this as if you're facilitating a workshop. It's one of the most requested things I get asked actually in my Facebook group, Idea Time for Workshop Facilitators. It's a free group. So what we're going to cover is an agenda that will save you loads of planning time. I think there's very little out there in terms of resources of how to do this sort of workshop. So hopefully this will save you loads of time. It's going to give you activities that have been tried and tested in a wide range of organisation, as well as fresh ideas and approaches to build into your wider facilitation and team working toolkit as well. And all of this will give you tips for leading a workshop that achieves a great delegate experience and valuable output. So just the two in one. I think it's really important that not only do we help and guide delegates through a process that gets the end result that we're looking for, but that also it's a really good experience that people enjoy it, they find it stimulating, they find it collaborative and all of those good things. We'll start with some of the things around mission, vision and values in a second. But just to say, do join me. I talked about this on my last show. I've got a growth hacking sprint that I'm running for you and your business on Friday the 27th of January next year, 2023. And that's from 9.30 till 12.30, it's on Zoom, and you will actually be using tools to think about how you can accelerate growth next year in your business. So you'll be actually working live on your business on Zoom, limited places available, and it's £99 including VAT for your business, not per person. And you can bring up to three people. So if you want to come along with your team and work as a team, I'll pop you into breakout rooms so that you can do some of the activities together and I'll facilitate you through that process. And at the end of it, you'll have a growth plan that you can use to take forward. And if you want to book your place at https colon slash slash bit.ly growth hacking sprint. Also, if you're interested in mission, vision and values and facilitating workshops, and that's hopefully one of the reasons why you're all tuning in. I have a free article on the bigbangpartnership.co.uk website, which is facilitation ideas for mission, vision and values. So all of this is laid out there as well, if you want to go over and have a read and also find out how to join the free Facebook group that I've got in their idea time for workshop facilitators. Okay, let's start the content. And let's just pause for a moment and think about what do we actually mean by a mission, vision and values, because they can mean different things to different people. So my definition, and also I think the definition that is most commonly used for a mission, is the core purpose of a team or a business. And it's why that team or business exists, the very reason it's been set up, 
And it's the why behind what the organisation does and its reason for doing it. We start off with the mission and then we move on to thinking about the vision in the context of the mission. And we're constantly refining all the way through the activities in the workshop. And it's also important to build in emotion-based decision-making, not just logic. Because what we want really are is a vision and mission and values that really strike a chord with people that are really meaningful. And sometimes this is about the general direction and the themes and the feeling that things create rather than the actual details. And these are important because together the mission, vision and values provide direction for everything that happens in the business. What they do is they help people keep focused on what the business is trying to achieve, where it's going, but also it's sort of guiding principles. It's, it's like the North Star things that uh, that really matter to the business and really drive the behaviours as well. And a great vision, to me anyway, looks ahead. It's purposefully ambitious and it's realistically stretchy as well. So we want to put a bit of stretch in there, but still be something that we feel that with a push, you know, with effort um, and focus and determination, it can be achieved. And values, those are the important principles, beliefs, ways of behaving and seeing the world that connects everyone. What I think it's really important to do when you are thinking about the mission, vision and values for your business is is really to think about it from three perspectives. Of course, there's you as a company and where you want to be and really aligning your purpose, vision, mission and values internally, but also doing that in a way that aligns with your customers' purpose, vision, mission and values, because it's really nice and a lot better, I think, if there's an intersection there, if there's an overlap, if there's a consistency between what the company wants is going and where your key customers, your target customers are going as well, because then you can do better work together. There'll be more of a partnership. There'll be more shared understanding and objectives and so on. And of course, at the individual team member, that matters as well. So that it's not just about the company and where the company wants to go, but actually it's resonating with the people that you employ and the people that you want to employ in the future. So there's overlap between each three of those areas, between the company, the customer and individual team members. You're really working with the heart of the organisation and connecting with the hearts of your customers as well as with your team members. And that's when it's the most useful and powerful. And I think mission, vision and values are important because, as I've said, they provide that direction, that consistency, that you know unique focal point for the business. And I also think that they help us go for growth because most of the time there's a gap between the performance of individuals, businesses and teams of what they're actually doing versus what they could be doing and where they want to be, the potential gap. And I think the thing that fills that gap and helps us to stretch into potential as businesses and people are the things that we are passionate about, that we care about, the things that give us purpose and that really resonate with us. And I think when it's done well, then having mission, vision and values in the organisation really helps people to step into that potential and step forward to achieve more. So here's an agenda for your mission, vision and values workshop. You could do this in a day, but I think it's a short day, sort of 9.15 to about half past three with plenty of breaks, lots of activity and different activities. So of course you would start with an introduction and a warm up why we're here, uh, getting everybody settled in, letting them know what to expect, then starting off with creating a shared mission, 
co-creating a vision, shaping the values, and then putting everything together. So very straightforward with a number of component bits inside of all of that. For this particular workshop, and I've run this, by the way, online many times and also in person many times as well. So you can either do these in real life or virtually. I like this particular warm-up and icebreaker, which is um, I provide some pictures, all sorts of different creative images. Many of them I've taken myself of all sorts of different things. And I have those photographs ready and I ask people to select a picture that best represents what they value most about working in the organisation that they're in. And then to put the reason that they chose that picture onto a sticky note to write that down and then introduce themselves and share which picture they chose and why. So obviously you can do this with a team that know each other already because you know, you're going to learn something different about each other. Sometimes when I'm a facilitator, I don't know, it's, I'm meeting people for the first time. So those introductions are really important for me, but obviously adapt that for your context as well. And a tip here is I ask people to think beyond the obvious items such as money, employment, and so on. You know, because you know, if, if we're at work, there are other things that we could do usually to earn a similar amount of money. So why is it particularly that we've chosen to do the thing that we've chosen to do? And I find that some of the answers that people give are around the people, they love the teamwork, they have a sense of purpose in terms of the contribution they're making to, to customers and stakeholders and so on. So this is a really nice warm up and icebreaker, I think. And then it's about setting out what is the starting point. So if there are existing mission, vision and values, state what they are and say that you know, we're here to um, update them, refresh them, maybe start again and then revisit and put them together at the end. But it's really interesting and helpful here, I think, to say to the organisation and play back what they're saying about themselves internally and externally. So what what are they putting out there on the website or on social about who they are, why they do what they do and and so on? And what are the internal communications saying about the mission, vision and values or equivalents of the company as well? So just think about where are we, you know, where are we today and how are we going to build forward um, from here so everybody's really clear. And then it's about starting to think around purpose and mission. And if you've tuned into uh, some of the shows before, you'll have heard me talk about the Deloitte research, which shows how much purpose-driven businesses outperform businesses that don't have a clear purpose or that don't communicate a clear purpose. And I think it's great for businesses to make money. We should all be um, aiming to make money because particularly when we're a purpose-driven business, it means we can go and do more good stuff out in the world if we've got the money to, to do it with. So purpose-driven business is good business. And the Deloitte research shows that companies that lead with purpose can achieve continued loyalty, consistency and relevance to customers, whereas those that don't have a clear purpose survive over the short term, but likely to not succeed as well over the long term. And companies with purpose grow faster and have higher levels of customer satisfaction and employee satisfaction as well. And I would share some of this with people as well in the room and say these things because it actually makes good business sense. And if you haven't already, I do suggest that you watch the Start With Why TED Talk video by Simon Sinek. And sometimes I'll show this in the session when I'm facilitating the Mission, Vision and Ideas sessions as well. It's really good because sometimes people have watched it, they've heard about it, many people know about it. 
But sometimes we consume stuff and we remember a few bits, but we don't actually put it into practice. So in this session, show it and then help people put the thinking into practice. And essentially what Simon Sinek is, is showing in, in this video is that many businesses start with the what they, they want to do and how they want to do it. And they forget about the why, which is the, the purpose, the mission. And he gives the example of Apple and Dell. And the why of Apple is about thinking differently. So because Apple's why is to think differently and to challenge the status quo, it means that the, the way they, they create their laptops and their, the, you know, their devices and everything else is by thinking differently. So they'll think about design, performance, and that makes them different from Dell, which are you know, just standard laptops with lower differentiation, in my view. But that's also Simon Sinek's view. So it's been around for a while. It's a very famous talk, but the principles stand really well. And this video is about seven minutes. So we're starting off now. We've set the scene. We've said where the organisation is. We've said why purpose is important. And we've talked about starting with why and the reason that that matters. And now we're into creating a shared mission. And just to, as a reminder, the mission of a team or an organization is the core purpose. It's why that team or organization exists. It's why it's been set up and it's the reasons for doing what it does. And it's really cool, I think, to share some examples to give people an idea of mission statements. I'm not saying any of these are, you know, are the best or the greatest. They're just real things that are out there at the time of me putting this together. And it helps people decide what they like, what works, what sort of thing doesn't work, and just get their creative juices flowing. So Google's mission is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. TED, as in TED Talks, is to spread ideas, and that's all about ideas worth sharing. Tesla is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. A few more here, LinkedIn to connect the world's professionals to make them more productive and successful. Starbucks, I'd love to know what you think of this one, is to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup and one neighbourhood at a time. And also IKEA or IKEA to offer a wide range of well-designed functional home furnishing products at prices so low that as many people as possible will be able to afford them. Anyway, there's some ideas of mission statements. And to get people thinking about this, I like to do the start with why activity, which you might know as five whys. Now, if you're in safety or engineering or a discipline like that, you might use five whys to, for things like root cause analysis. And if you're not familiar with five whys, I'll explain what it is. So you start off with what is our why? And you get people working on, on, in groups on this. So what is our why? And then you say, well, why does that why matter? And then why does that why matter? And so on. Why does that why matter? You keep going five times. Now, if you find that you're going around in circles towards the end, you've probably nailed the ultimate why. But if you're coming up with something fresh, it means that you're uncovering deeper layers. So what is our why? You know, why do you think about this for yourself right now? Why do you do what you do? And you could say um, to help people and you, you want people to succeed. So and why does that matter? So you would ask yourself, why does helping people succeed matter? And you'll keep going. Really, it's thinking about beyond profit. Why does your organisation exist? What's the difference you want to make in the world? And what do you care deeply about? And you keep going with that until you get to the heart of the matter. And I like to get people writing this out why over and over again. 
an additional part to that, I think it's also important to think about, well, who are you serving? What is the difference that you're making to your employees, customers and different customer types? So you might have different variations for different groups of people that you serve. So think about what it is the business does for them, how the business does it and the difference that the business wants to make and map that out as well. So you've looked at start with why, you've done the five whys activity and then you've added into that by thinking about who you serve, what you do for them, how you do it and the difference that you're wanting to make as well. And then ask everyone to work in groups to come up with some mission statements, ideas for whatever your organisation's name is. It's really important that people write these things down as they go because ideas are like butterflies. They just, they're just they're out there and they disappear. You've got to catch them, especially in this workshop more than ever. We need to get people to write things down as they think of them and to play around with ideas and the words as well. And one thing I'd say about facilitating mission, vision and values workshops is that you're not looking for the final version of the statements or, or words and descriptions that you will use forevermore. You're aiming to get the key content, the key concepts, the key ideas, because crafting the copy for these sorts of statements isn't something that's done well by a group overall. It's about getting the key things and then a smaller number of people taking that content away, taking the outputs of your facilitation workshop away and working on those and then sharing some ideas back with the group um, outside. And then when they've got all of those down, all the different mission statement ideas, ask them to take those most promising ones away and polish as much as possible in the time available to see what they can come up with. Now we're moving on to vision. Obviously you've seen the agenda, there'll be a break between working on the mission and the vision. And before I get into really explaining what I mean by vision again, although I've set the scene in the beginning, I think it's important to, to say that the vision flows from the why. I mean, it builds on the difference that you want to make to your colleagues, customers and others. And ask people to create statements following on from wouldn't it be fantastic if. So wouldn't it be fantastic if by the end of insert the current year, then ask them to do the same three years from now and then five years from now. I like to give people all sorts of resources like magazines and cards with different words on and just really creative resources so that they can use those and take them and, and help them to stimulate their thinking. So wouldn't it be fantastic if is a great activity for opening up possibility and giving people permission to think differently and think more aspirationally um, without having to commit so you're asking them to think about, would it be fantastic if at the end of this year, three years time and in five years time and get all of those down and select the ones and highlight the ones that are the most compelling. So remember, a vision is aspirational. It's a statement of where the business team or person wants to be in the future. And a great vision looks ahead, is purposefully ambitious and realistically stretchy. So encourage everyone to think big and stretch themselves as they're doing that activity. Here are some vision statements examples for you. Again, I'm not saying these are great examples or not good examples, they're just examples because different things appeal to different audiences and different people. But essentially, this needs to be, I think, short, simple, specific to your business and leave nothing open to interpretation and have that ambition. You know, it's got to 
have some element in it that really motivates people because yeah that's what we want to do that's what we want to achieve so adobe's is to move the web forward and give web designers and developers the best tools and services in the world and actually as i'm going through these think about you know if you didn't know who the name was or if, if i hadn't said the name of, of the organization would you know it was them if you if you took the name away because i think that's a really good test for your mission and vision statements is if you didn't include the company name would it be clear that it's yours you know is it identifiable as yours or does it just sound like everybody else's harley davidson is to fulfill dreams through the experiences of motorcycling tesla is to accelerate the advent of sustainable transport by bringing mass market electric cars to market as soon as possible and harvard university to develop leaders who will one day make a global difference i quite like that one and Ben and Jerry's making the best possible ice cream in the nicest possible way. Amazon is our vision is to be the Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online. And finally, McDonald's to move with velocity to drive profitable growth and become an even better McDonald's serving more customers delicious food each day around the world. What you've asked people to do is to think, wouldn't it be fantastic if at the end of next year, in three years and the end of five years, now it's time to ask them to create a draft vision statement based on that in their groups ready to, to share with each other. And when they've done that, and hopefully you've got lots of different vision statements up on the wall or on the virtual whiteboard, however you're running your session, is ask people to review each vision statement and do some sticky notes to say what they like about each and also what they would like to change or what they'd prefer. So you're sort of building on, you've got the start and then you're getting people to build on each other's through the like and prefer activity. Now we're into thinking about values. And I like to ask people to create a collage using old magazines and newspapers and some glue sticks and often some glitter. I am known for bringing some glitter into uh, workshop sessions quite often to create a collage that shows what they are like, what the team or the business is like when it's at its very, very best. What's happening? What are people doing? What are they saying to each other? What are they thinking? What are customers experiencing? And to show all of that in a most amazing collage on a big sheet of, of flip chart paper or, or you can do this on a virtual whiteboard as well where people go off and find different things on Google and, and, and drag the, the, the pictures in uh, to create an online version. And people get really involved in this. It's actually a really lovely thing to do. And, and when they've done that, then brief in the next step, which is to cover the collage with sticky notes that has descriptive words or nouns that they think summarize the things they've put on the collage. So for instance, when we're at our very best, it could be that we're all you know, working brilliantly together. So, so somebody might work working brilliantly together um, on a sticky note. And then they might think, well, what does working brilliantly together looks like? Oh, well, look like, well, we're listening to each other really well. That goes on a sticky note as well. So all of these different things. So it's absolutely covered in all these sticky notes that um, are full of words and phrases. They could be verbs, nouns, adjectives of what's happening when the organization is working at its very best. And what we're doing now, as I've said, is we're starting to think about values. As a reminder, the values are the important principles, beliefs, ways of behaving and seeing the world that connect everybody and they represent how the organization does business. 
The next level of values is giving values. So these are values that are about making the world a better place, making the world better and, and life working life better for colleagues and making life better for customers as well. So this is how, you, how you're serving people as an organisation. So we've got foundational values, giving values. And the third one he talked about, which is also lovely, is self-actualization. So this is about making that bigger difference, that sort of more transformational, aspirational level. So you can have different types of values in the organisation as well. What's super important is that people connect you know there's there's that resonance they're meaningful to them and also they just don't sound the same as everybody else's out there so having created the collage and covered it with all sorts of sticky notes that describe what's going on there I asked people to cluster the sticky notes into similar themes and separate them out remove duplication so that you've got core groups of different themes that are potential values and then ask people to vote on the most compelling or meaningful words individually. I give people something like three sticky dots or they can use pens and do different ticks and they can vote on the same word. So they can use their three sticky dots to vote on the same thing or they can spread them out onto different ones. And then you're starting to see what's drawing more people in, you know, what's what's really working and resonating uh, with people. And the final step is when you've got your final selection for each of those words is to ask people to map out what that word means to them. And finally, we're on the home straight now. Think about how do you bring those values to life? Because it's okay, isn't it, having a great mission, a great vision and a great set of values. But if they're just words on a wall or on everybody's notebook or on a mug or something, that's all great. But actually... These things really rock and roll when people are living and breathing them in the organisation. The next step is to think about each value that you've chosen from those sticky notes and from that voting and thinking through how you um, as an organisation and people in the organisation are going to demonstrate those through your behaviours. So what are you going to do and what sort of behaviours are you going to avoid and start to think that through. So, for instance, from team working could mean that we, you know, we take time to get to know each other and check in with each other from time to time in every team meeting. Um, I'm not saying these are good ideas. I'm just sort of giving you some suggestions. And the thing that you're going to avoid is, you know, making everything too heavy and too serious. That There are moments uh, and times where you're going to do things that are for fun and to, to build the team ethos. So you do that sort of thing for each of the values and not just for behaviors but also for communications and think through the tone of voice the images you know what are you projecting out into the world is that is what you're showing out there is that consistent with the mission and vision and values that you've created so think about written communication images spoken communication and for each value think about how you're going to demonstrate that through your communications and what you're going to avoid in the communications and ask teams to map that out as well. Depending on group sizes, I'll often have one group mapping out the communications side, one group mapping out the behaviours side, and then they swap and build and share on each other's work so that they're springboarding off each other. And then finally, into action planning, it's about thinking in the next 30, 60, 90 days, what is it that you will need to do to share the mission, vision and values you've created today and bring them to life for everyone in the organisation? And there's usually some, as I've said, you've got the foundations there for your mission, vision and values. But 
there might be some tidying up, some work, some you know copy editing to do to bring them to the next stage. But the thing is, the wonderful thing is that everybody will have co-created the ethos of this, the philosophy of what you're going for, and everybody will have had some investment in, in making these happen. So that's a really good thing. The final bit of the session is I like to do a goldfish bowl. And in a goldfish bowl, these things always sound weird when I describe them, and they actually work really, really well in practice, although it sounds a bit weird um, it, it works brilliantly when you do it, is I ask people to sit in chairs in a circle. Uh, this is one that works better in a real room rather than a virtual room. And uh, two people have their chairs facing each other. And those two people with the chairs facing are the ones that are having a conversation. And I simply ask, share what are your thoughts at the end of today? And what happens is they share their thoughts. And then I ask other people to pop in and sit in those chairs when the person in front has finished speaking so that it's really dynamic, everybody has to have a go, and it's really good fun. It's a really nice way of ending the session with people sharing thoughts, reflecting on what's happened and what's going to happen next. And I, I like the dynamism of it, rather than just you know sitting around or simply filling in a form or something like that. So it's a really nice way to end. And that's it. Those are my facilitation ideas for facilitating a mission, vision and values workshop. You can find out all the details if you want to know a bit more, because I realised that was quite pacey, at uh, bigbandpartnership.co.uk. And there's an article on there called Facilitation Ideas for Mission, Vision and Values. Just search in the blog area and it will pop up straight away. So the resources are there for you. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you found it really useful. Let me know how you get on and I will see you uh, next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show, brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.